Hello, this is World Focus from Brussels. My name is Svet Helgason. Reporters and journalists in Ukraine face a challenging task in reporting on the war brought on by the unprovoked full-scale invasion of Russia into the country on the 24th of February 2022. In this episode, I speak to Latvian TV reporter Jens Amlonis, who has been reporting from the front lines and telling other stories related to the war to his domestic audience. I met Jens yesterday, 10th of June, at the Lampa Conversation Festival, few days after he returned home for a break. We discussed what it's like working in a war zone and the importance of keeping the world informed about the war to sustain support for Ukraine. Gintsamoliņš ir Ukrainā, ar viņu šajā rītā esam arī sazinājušies. Labrīt, Gint! Labrīt, Gint! Labrīt, kolēģi, labrīt, la... skatītāji! Uh... My name is Gints Amoliņš, I am a foreign news editor and reporter at Latvian Public Broadcaster uh, LTV, Latvian Television. Uh, I've been, been covering uh, international affairs for over 10 years, for 10 years in the public radio. Uh, but uh, since 2020, I work in uh, public TV, and over the past year and a half, uh, me and my colleagues, we've been traveling a lot to Ukraine to report about Russia's war in Ukraine. If I ask you a really general question, what's it like being a foreign reporter in Ukraine? What are the uh, challenges that you face, both, of course, being in a war zone and also perhaps also the limits that you face being in a country that's under attack? No, it's, uh, there are several facets to this, of course. I mean, if we talk about challenges, um, of course, one is, uh, well, of course, first, firstly, it's probably security. Uh, um, we have uh, the flag jackets and uh, all, all the stuff. We have had training. Uh, I've had training also before the, the war, but uh, we refreshed that last year, uh, all the first aid and, and things and security and work in the conflict zones. So security, of course, is one. Uh, but um, to be honest, you, when you are there, when you walk there, you, you tend to forget about those issues because you get used to that very fast. Uh, and you see people around uh, also walking, like just regular people, just walking around and because people are still there and you... You just get into the mood and you forget about that. And sometimes we've had close calls uh, when we had shells landing nearby us. Uh, but, well, I didn't have a helmet on because it seemed it's okay, we just go with the flow. Um, so so that's not to get forgetful. That's what our head of the news desk always reminds us when we go there. Don't get used to it. Um, and also my producer always reminds me that... I have no use, she says, of a dead reporter, so <laughs> you better stay alive. Um, so, so security, um, access, um, of course, this is the wartime. Um, access, uh, civilian objects is one thing, but when you need to access to, to military, to the very first front lines, 
you have to find some in ways to make some contacts either through official through, through command points or through the soldiers which you just sometimes meet on the street and you just work through it um, and of course great distances in Ukraine we travel with the car it usually takes uh, if you don't want to drive non-stop for uh, 24 hours it takes a couple of days to get from one uh, end of the country to the other um, at the same time um, of course it's uh, gratifying to to be there the other facet I mean we were there last February when it started we were in Kramatorsk in Donbass it worked a bit we went to Poland and then we returned in March went to Kiev and it was still partially uh, surrounded by Russians and to be honest I liked it to be there much more than to be in Riga because I know in Riga uh, well it's a teamwork and everybody in news desks was working super hard to cover Ukraine like from the 24-7 and fact-checking and going through the social media and everything but I with my cameraman we were just driving around and seeing things and filming and and sending it off and uh, so there's it's it's different to be there uh, that that's on the plus side when you're in the zone you actually mm. of course you get first-hand knowledge you talk to people but sometimes when you're on location you're there, you sometimes know less about the overall situation Indeed. than the people back home. Indeed, that's true. I mean, of course, nowadays, uh, of course, it's different because we have uh, phones uh, with all the apps and uh, social media, Telegram, and you just can, but it's, you know, it's a huge amount of information there. Uh, but when you work there, indeed, and I have that feeling that uh, certainly people in, in Riga know much, know more probably than I do about what's happening around because I just don't really have time perhaps to you know to, to, to scroll through the social media I have to plan uh, to get in touch with people to drive and things like that and you know film and and so if they ask me to you know we want live stream tonight for 8 o'clock news the main news we have now then I an hour before I quickly have to scroll through and, and see what's actually happening because you know we go to particular location to tell a particular story uh, but not the overall thing indeed that's true that's true that can happen so um, and people in Latvia I mean it's also being there you are much less scared about uh, you know security and uh, missile strikes and things like that than probably people outside of Ukraine say in Latvia when you look at it from afar it always looks much scarier than uh, than when you are inside uh, for some reason at least in my case uh, that's the case maybe it's not good in terms of security but that's the way it is it's interesting of course we're in a war zone the Ukrainian government has to do what it has to do but it diligently understandably counts the number of casualties for the Russians the tanks that are destroying everything but it seems they've kept a pretty tight lid on for example Ukrainian mm. casualties so, from a purely reporter standpoint of view, how do you approach that? Um, well, me personally, I don't. Um, I mean, Russians do the same. All the warring sides, I would suppose, in wars would do that. Uh, it's an issue of morale of the population and things like that. And um, and I think it's clear to people that there's, uh, in general, in Ukraine and also abroad here in Latvia that there is much more casualties in Ukrainian 
side, then it's reported, then they report. And I would trust, I mostly tend to look at what sometimes uh, United States, some officials quip on public about the losses of Ukrainians, and, and I tend to, to see that as most uh, a trustful, uh, perhaps, estimation about that. So the losses are huge. Uh, certainly, I mean, the Bakhmut, Russians probably had much more losses, but Ukrainians nonetheless had uh, also big losses. And and you can see that, and I know of uh, at least one battalion in Ukrainian forces, which after fighting in, in Donbass this winter, it was it suffered losses, it had to go out. Um, uh, they were re relocated to a safer zone in order to replenish them, but then it was decided that they would just to they will just uh, disform the battalion and just put different pieces to another battalion because two great losses. And for me as a journalist, um, well, I sometimes uh, I don't think I I don't feel the urge to make a story in and of itself about this issue. Uh, because I think it's, I see it's a common knowledge and we've had that in reports when we report several times if, if it's a topic, if it comes up then we say, you know, it's estimations are that Russians have suffered this and this, 200,000 plus whatever and according to some Ukrainians probably have left this and this, although they keep a lid on that. Uh, but yeah, it's an issue of morale and um, and uh, maybe people in Ukraine would like to know more about that, but does it help? I don't, I don't know. But in Ukraine, it's definitely all about uh, helping the war effort. Uh, the, from top to, to uh, top to down, it's uh, what I've seen also. You know, President Zelensky, uh, all his public announcements. Uh, my understanding is, it's no, or interviews he gives to media. It's not about being nice or or just to, you know, the point of view. My understanding it's always about the war effort and if there's going to be a practical uh, something out of whatever action he takes or whatever interview he gives. So that's why you see probably most of the interviews go to the United US and British where they get the weapons. So they need those populations to to keep supporting their governments to, to keep the weapons. So this is all about practicalities this time, this war. It's exactly, it's existential for the Ukrainians. If they lose, there's no Ukraine, basically. So, um, and, and, and on that note, perhaps with the final question, how important is it to keep Ukraine in the news, on the front pages as the major story? It, it doesn't fall off the map, especially if the war continues and for longer term, which might actually be the case because people, I wouldn't say get tired, but it sometimes becomes noise uh, in, in Western. So how important is it to keep it up there? Well, it's very important. That's a short answer. It's very important uh, because if it's in the news, people keep seeing it, people uh, keep supporting Ukraine, uh, keep sending aid, both on government and non-governmental. Uh, level and of course that's very important especially if the war is going to drag on but uh, of course that's a challenge for media to do that as it's been in the wars before like Syria it was for two years Syria was pretty much the headlines two years non-stop and then it uh, faded away for three years or so until the Islamic ISIS came on the stage 
and then it was again in the news and then it faded away again and now we have Assad back in the Arab League um, anyway but uh, but for Ukraine yes of course but that's for media that's a challenge I mean in Latvia perhaps uh, not so I mean Latvia is following and it's important the more west or farther away you go the different it is but also here in Latvia I was I came back to from Ukraine three days ago this time um, of course I was looking for particular stories just to have an angle like we met a guy with a who lost his arm and had a bionic arm put on and he's back on the front line fighting with like a super uh, this <laughs> Iron Man thing uh, so stories like that because well you cannot report you know because for several now it's some indications of counter-attack but since you know since winter until recently it was all Bakhmut and just fighting every day and nothing really there's no sharp movements nothing it's just blood every day and dozens and hundreds dying every day but it's not newsworthy <laughs> anymore at some point unfortunately that's how it is just to conclude it's about telling also people uh, stories of people about Brazilians about courage mm -hmm. and that's probably something that you try to get across in your, your reporting indeed as, as long as uh, of course when there's counter-attack when there's current events we report about that uh, when it subsides if there is a longer period of ongoing fighting but nothing really changes much then we start looking for these interesting stories to human stories uh, and uh, and like that and of course as for Latvia we always try to find some Latvian angle as well we had a flag which was a guy who lived in Kherson through the whole occupation of Russian occupation and he kept Ukrainian flag he hid it there and he also had Latvian flag he, which he hid there for all these months so we met him in Kherson in winter and made a story about that so um, I suppose it works for the other countries as well. I know maybe Iceland has a connection there as well which you can find yeah. somewhere. There, there are Icelanders so. there and, and uh, Icelandic guy reporting from Ukraine and, and exactly to have someone in there reporting directly on the scene is really important. Thanks so much for talking to Well Focus from Brussels. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.